Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to another episode of Beautiful, I Am Colored. My name is Evelyn, and I am the author of the book titled Beautiful, I Am Colored, as well as the creator of this now registered trademark podcast. Okay, that was just a little fun. Y'all don't mind me. I'm going to be a bit silly today um because I'm feeling good like I this is Thanksgiving week coming up and I love Thanksgiving and so um I only have to work three days this week and one in the office the remaining two at the house so listen this about to be a bomb week okay um for those of you who are new here I like to start each podcast off with a moment of gratitude in a segment that I call shout outs and thank yous and that's just a moment where I shout out a person place thing or idea that I've been grateful for um, during my past week this week's shout out the first one goes to and I shout out this thing a lot on this podcast as y'all know some of y'all know me personally um coffee is like a ritual for me you know I usually listen to my inspirational um, and motivational things I meditate when I'm drinking my coffee um, I just sometimes have quiet time and so this week's shout out goes out to Cortadas. Listen, I had a Cortada this week with macadamia nut milk, which was the first time for me experiencing macadamia, macadamia nut milk. But it actually did add an extra layer of creaminess to it, which I appreciated. Um, and it was just so good. I had it two or three times this week because, well... Because one day we ran out of coffee. That's that's just, and y'all know I don't like when we run out of coffee, but it happened. And then the other couple of days was just because I just wanted to. And the people in there are just so friendly. And yes, by people in there, you're like, girl, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the same place I shouted out a few weeks back, which is in my neighborhood, walking distance from my house, um, Dandelion Coffee. Um, by the way, Amy, if you are listening, um, I saw your flyer up uh, for your yoga studio when I was in there this week, which I think is a super cool idea and way of marketing, um, especially to local folks. So shout out to you for your marketing efforts. Um, anyhow, that cortada was so good, y'all. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I bought some of their coffee. Um, I typically don't buy coffee from a coffee house, but their coffee is so good that um I bought a couple bags. Anyhow, that's one. The other thing or place, actually, in this instance that I want to shout out is, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, but I'm probably not. But here I go anyway. Zocalito Latin Bistro, which is located here in Denver at the corner of 18th and Champa. Y'all, I had made a reservation about three or four weeks ago to have dinner with um, one of my mentors in Marlin. So the three of us, you know, we were there on time and reservation was at 545. Now, to my surprise, this place was somewhat sort of kind of empty. So I'm kind of and it was my first time going there. So I'm kind of thinking like, oh, shoot, here I go trying to start and, you know, look for a new place to eat and stuff. And man, we might be finna get got today. By get got, I mean, the food might end up being nasty or the service being raggedy. Well, guess what? Quite the contrary happened. We started off with the calamari. Some my mental pronounced it calamari, calamari, Mari, but y'all know I'm from Memphis, so calamari. Um, we started off with that, um, and it had this really good sauce that went with it. It was really good. And then we had um, black bean soup. The black bean soup was cool, 
um, a little bit of a spice at the back of the throat after you swallow. So that was cool. But black bean soup, I kind of want, want it to be a little bit more smooth. And it was just more bean than it was like soup, in my humble opinion. But it was still good. And then we had um, the salsa and um, the salsa and chips. But y'all, let me tell you about this salsa. I don't like salsa that's super chunky. You know, and it's got the whole like bite-sized tomatoes and onions and stuff that you can see. To me, that's pico de gallo. And so I like, you know, my salsa to be blended smooth, lots of flavor. When I tell you this salsa did not disappoint, like I was going for broke. By going for broke, I mean just, you know, one after the other. Don't have a swallow good before you got the next chip and salsa and guac in your mouth. Fire! And then for dinner, I had... um um, the chicken Rayano, which I know I'm jacking up that name, but you know, the stuffed pepper, y'all already know what I'm trying to say. Um, I had that Marlon had the vegetarian option of that. Um, and then they came out with the dessert menu and I was like, mm -mm, I can't. Well, the group, I got peer pressured into it. So we decided to share one dessert amongst the three of us and the dessert, um, Marlon chose the dessert. And it was um, a banana crepe something or another. Now, y'all, I don't mind eating bananas. I eat bananas regularly, routinely. Um, but I didn't really know about having bananas like in a crepe, you know. And so I was skeptical. And then I dipped my spoon in it because it had like caramel and chocolate sauce. Uh, almost like some mole looking stuff on the top. Listen, I let them two go first. And then when my mentor shifted her body to the side and did the look that you look when something like the best thing you ever had on the face of the planet, listen, I said, let me dip my spoon in and see if they just doing hyperbole on me today. Y'all, this dessert was some fi-fi. I actually wanted to have it all to myself. Now, with all that being said, and then I'm gonna get off my soapbox, this restaurant, deserves way more people coming in there than what is represented or what I saw. And I don't know if folk was going out of town for the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving week coming up. I'm really not sure what the business was, but we were there for a good two hours. And I feel like every table should have been packed. That's just how good the food was. So if you're in the Denver area, y'all show some love to this place. Again, it's Zacalito Latin Bistro, downtown Denver at the corner of 18th and Champa. No, these folks did not pay me to say a word about this. Y'all just know I like to share um, the things that I'm grateful for and when I have a good time. So I'm thankful for that place and I hope they stick around here in Denver. Okay, let's move on and shift right on in to today's topic. So as I stated, I start each week, each morning, typically. Some mornings, you know, a girl be struggling, but most days, the majority of the week, including the weekends, um, I start off with, you know, motivational, um, inspirational um, things that feed me, you know, so that I can start my day off properly. And so today, yes, today, Sunday, November 19th, this morning, when I was having my coffee, I was listening to one and um, the speaker was Earl Nightingale. And he was going through uh, 12 things um, that really can shift um, your life. And they all have to do 
with your attitude and how you approach things. And so I can't take credit for these 12 things. Again, the author um, or the speaker was Earl Nightingale and he was sharing these 12 things. But I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Some of these things I do, but some of these things I don't do or I don't do some of these things um, consistently enough. And so I just wanted to briefly share those with you um, today. And I'm going to expound upon a few of them. There are 12. I'm going to expound upon a few of them. Um, and then the other ones, other ones, excuse me, I'm just going to leave be. But the first one um, is our attitude at the beginning of a task will affect the outcome. Our attitude at the beginning of a task will affect the outcome. And I think this is so true. This one is. I fully agree with it because how you start something and how you look at something definitely will shape, um, you know, your end product of what you get out of it. Now, the example that came to my mind when I was meditating this morning was like when you start a brand new job in a field that is new to you that recently that well, not recently, but last year that happened to me um, when I um, launched into a different um a different um, government position. And, you know, while I'm pretty good at my job, most will say, um, it still was a learning curve. But my attitude was, you know, when I went into it, this is new, but you're good at this, you're good at that. So this is just one more thing that you're going to master. That was my attitude going into it. And I do very seldom, very seldom do I do things without having a strategy anyway. So it's kind of like go in, learn all you can learn, you know, see where you are at the end of year, take an assessment from there, which of course I'm in my one year now and, you know, see what you need to do next, you know, where you, where you might find yourself or where you might see yourself. And so I totally agree with Earl Nightingale's number one, um, in terms of your attitude and how you think about things. Um, our attitude is at the beginning of a task definitely affects um, the outcome. Number two, he shared was, it's our attitude towards life which determines our life's excuse me let me start over on that one it's our attitude toward life which determines life's attitude toward us so totally agree uh, with number two number three was we are interdependent and that it's impossible to succeed without others and it is our attitude towards others that will determine their attitude towards us. I think this one is just so um, powerful because a lot of times when you are um, a go-getter, um, you think that you are doing a lot of the work, but a wise person knows that there have been several people, no matter the, no matter the minuscule uh, contribution that they made to your success, um, that contribute to it. So indeed, we all are interdependent on one another and that our success does depend on others and that um, dependency from others can come in um, a myriad of ways that I won't uh, get into for this podcast. But it's important to acknowledge that you are not an island. All human beings need other human beings, no matter how you slice it. The pull yourself up from the bootstraps is a myth. I will repeat pull yourself up from your bootstraps is a myth. It's a myth. Now you can do a lot on your own. Don't get me wrong. You can do a hell of a lot on your own because I know I can do a lot on my own. But um, the vast majority of us, and I would say maybe potentially, arguably all of us, there is not one thing that just solely we do by ourselves. 
whether whether you you know you're pulling from the spirit realm for for help or whether you're literally dependent on another um, physical human being so totally agree with number three that we are interdependent and it is impossible to succeed without others so don't don't make small um, the engagements that you have and this is something that you have to um, get grounded in and, and operate with consistency and um the little things that contribute to you being you or the people um, that contribute in small ways to you being you. Don't undermine that and don't underestimate that. Um, and again, we are, I agree with this one, we are definitely interdependent beings. Number four was be for a person can achieve the life they want, they must become that individual. They must think, act, talk, walk, and conduct themselves in all affairs as would the person they wish to become. Listen, number four is a whole podcast in and of itself. I'm not going to go into detail on this one, but let me just say this little piece here. And I learned this one. This is something that I actually practice and have practiced for years now. And moving to the Evelyn in the future that I'm becoming, it is exceptionally important to embody who I believe I am becoming and then to act that out on a daily basis. I'll give you one very small example. So even back when like I had just got back into the workforce and stuff like that after um, being a stay-at-home mom for a season and you know getting my first degree um, I I can't remember where I heard this from but it's been several years ago now um, and the word that the word that it was, and I'm sure it was some pastor somewhere. It probably was like uh, Bishop Jakes, T. Jakes, or something. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I heard them say that you gotta dress for where you are, where you're going, not for where you are. And I had this mental picture in my head of like, you know, who I wanted to be. So every job that I would go to, like, no matter what um, other people dress like, and I still do this to this day. And, and here's why I'm saying that, because some parts of the country, I'm not talking about my Southern and East Coast brothers and sisters. Um, the dress tends to be a little bit more um, business professional at all times. But out here in the West, uh, we're a little bit wild. And, you know, the casual um, wear is much more acceptable, um, like not ironing your clothes uh, you know, not using a lint brush, things like that are acceptable. Okay. And that's not, that's not me, you know, bagging on nobody. I'm just telling you the facts about some of the workplace environment. Well, I don't do that. I have a lint roller at my desk that I keep there. I also, um, make sure that my clothes are not wrinkled. I'm almost always a business casual, better casual business professional. Um, I have a pair of heels that I keep at work so that even if I walk from the parking garage to my desk, when I get to the office, you're going to see me clip clapping in some heels or you're going to see me in a loafer that's going to make some sound when I walk down the hall. That's just one example. And I'll probably let y'all in on way too much on that. But I am I am that's I like to dress that way. One, but two, I know where I am headed and I have a sense of where I'm headed. So, of course, if it's within my power to do so right now, then, yeah, I'm going to embody that by doing doing these things. And so there is a whole list of things um, that I do, but that's one small one. And oh my God, 1540. Let me get this together. 
Okay, so I'm going to go through the next ones fast because, you know, people's attention span is not what they used to be these days. So I don't want to bore you. So let me go. Number five. And again, these are um, um, all statements about attitude. Um, Number five was the higher you go in any organization, the better the attitude you'll find. Number six. Your mind can hold one thought at a time. And since there's nothing to be gained from being negative, just go ahead on and be positive. That's what I'm talking about. Number seven, the deepest craving of human beings is to feel important and to be appreciated. Give it to them and they'll return it to you. I know somebody that does this exceptionally well, way better than I do. Um, And honestly, this is one that I'm going to start practicing Um, more, but let me go ahead and move on before I get off task. Number eight, look for the best in new ideas. You can learn something from anyone. Number nine, don't broadcast personal problems. Ooh, ooh, this right here is a major one. Number nine. Yes, this is a repeat. Don't broadcast personal problems. Oh, okay. I might have to touch on that later. Number 10, don't talk about your health unless it's good. Now, I am going to stop on this one for a second because this is very, very, very important. Um, You remember last week, I I believe it was last week in my shout outs and thank you segment. um, I said that I was thankful for good, clean labs that the only thing I got to work on is just, you know, my weight. Um, But all my labs, I'm not on scripts and stuff like that. And I elevated that, right? Like good health. The reason why it's so important, it doesn't have to do with not being transparent with someone, but you have to understand that your words have power. And once you speak those words out loud and in public, they are magnified. That's the way the universe works. Now, I am not a metaphysician, but I will tell you that there is a lot of truth and merit associated with the power of your words and what you think and say out loud. Excuse me, what you say out loud about what you think. And so, again, that's a whole nother, could be a whole nother podcast. I will stop there. But don't talk about your health unless it's good, okay? Number 11, radiate the attitude of well-being and confidence. You'll find that good things will begin happening to you. I totally agree with that. And number 12, and this is the biggest one, um, ultimately, for this list of uh, your attitude. And this is something that I'm going to encourage you all to, to do with me. And that is, for the next 30 days, treat everyone with whom you come into contact as if they were the most important person on earth. Isn't that powerful? I think that is so powerful. And it's something that I know I don't do because a lot of times I'll be minding my business. Like when I'm at the gym and stuff, like I'll be minding my business. Okay. I just be trying to stay in my business, stay focused on myself. And so after I listened to this, this list this morning, again, the um, speaker was Earl Nightingale. I said, oh, you know what? That's a great challenge to finish the year off with for the next 30 days. Treat everyone with whom you come in contact with as if they were the most important person on earth. I said, my God, I'm going to go ahead and try to do this. I'm going to try to do it. So I'm asking you, the listener, to commit with me for the next 30 days to treat everyone with whom you come in contact with as the most important person on earth. And then in 30 days, I'm going to make a note for myself on my calendar. In 30 days, um, 
I'm going to report back and see if I saw any changes. How about that? So I'm going to mark my calendar and I'll December, what? Sunday, December 17th will put us right about that um, 30 day mark. So will that be 30 days? Let's see, 7, 7, 14, 21. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll do Christmas Eve, the 24th. So either the 17th of December or the 24th of December, I'll report back and see if I noticed any changes. So mark your calendars for that podcast. Okay, that concludes the 12 um, things that can really um, shift your attitude. And, you know, this week's title, Attitude is Everything. These 12 things will contribute to shifting and shaping your life into the life that you uh want to become or the life you want to maintain if you're already there. Um, And so I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you as always for listening to me, taking the time to listen to me. You can listen to so many (laughs) podcasts. So I do appreciate it when you all take the time to listen to me. I can see each week um, who listens and Again, I don't take it lightly. So if this has been a blessing to you today, what I will ask is that you will please share it with somebody. And the other reason why I want you to share it with somebody is because for the first time in my podcast, I would like to do a giveaway. Yes, it's Thanksgiving week. So let me bless somebody. I actually have a journal that I created on one. I think I created this on Etsy or something. But anyway, um, I have a journal um, on the cover. It just says grateful. And then it's like just a, you know, lined a notepad spiral journal that I want to bless and give someone. And then I also have a copy of my book. So both the grateful journal as well as my book, Beautiful Lime Colored, which also doubles as a journal. I want those two things I want to give to somebody. Here's the caveat. You cannot be my family member and you cannot be my personal friend. Okay. What I will say, this is definitely only for new people or people who I don't know personally. If you are a friend of mine or a family member, what I would ask is that you forward share this podcast. Um, And in order to get this giveaway, no strings attached. All the person needs to do is email me at beautiful.iamcolored at gmail.com. And all you have to do in the subject line is say, um, I want the free giveaway and then provide your address and I will get this shipped out to you this week. Yes, this week I will get it shipped to you. Um, And that's just a way for me to show uh, gratitude during this um, season of giving thanks. I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving week. Uh, I am going to continue to work on YouTube um, and coming back with video. Um, So stand by for that. Still working out some kinks, unfortunately, but working on it. And hopefully I will be up uh, on there with some shorts or something here pretty soon. Other than that, I want you to remember always that the future you is waiting on you. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. I hope you have a blessed um, and safe holiday week, safe travels to those of you who are traveling. Um, And I will... um, I was going to say see you again next week, even though I kind of can see you spiritually speaking, but um, I look forward to uh, next week. Um, Have a great week, everyone.